welcome to Make Change Fun and Easy with your happiness expert, Samia Bano. This is the podcast to help change makers, coaches, trainers, and healers break your chains of fear so you can create the impact and income you desire with fun and ease. Please make sure you subscribe to enjoy every episode. This podcast is sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Hello, salam, shalom, namaste, satsrikal, aloha, hola, ciao, bonjour, buna, and privyat. It's really, really amazing to be with you and I know you will be so happy you're with me today because we have a very special guest and it's Catherine Niesel and Catherine is a healer, coach and mentor and I'm actually going to ask her to jump right in and tell us more about who you are, Catherine, and what do you do? Uh, thank you so much, Samia. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to spend this time with you. So I'm a spiritual healer, energy healer, and life coach, biz mentor. And um, what I do, I basically work with women who have this deep longing for inner peace and create mm-hmm. and embody who they are from within and um, to express themselves fully and um, that basically opens up the doors to abundance which is like I love my work so much it's such a beautiful work yes oh my gosh I love it and you're definitely my kind of people because I don't know I I think as long as I can remember my I've known this my deepest need has been for inner peace and uh, actually for that matter outer peace as well but like just peace in general and it's driven everything that I've done in my life that's uh, really awesome that you say that because it took me quite some time to really understand that I was actually searching for inner peace mm-hmm. um, instead I spent a lot of time searching for external validation external peace i guess um but uh, on this journey i realized which has been a desire through many different lifetimes of mine this inner peace this deep connection to the divine yeah can you tell me a little more about your journey and how you came to this realization that really the need, the want that you had um, was for peace? Hmm. Well, I used to be an international trainer and coach uh, in the business world, in the corporate world, and I would travel. um, So the, the... between Germany, L, uh, the US, LA, and Tokyo, Japan, Japan, um, and deliver my coachings and trainings there. And at the same time, in my private life, I was diving deep into spirituality. Um, I'm a yogi, I'm a yoga teacher, I've been practicing yoga for 20 years. And I 
never expected it, but I embraced yoga and the spirituality um, full on. And at some point, um, being this international coach and trainer, which was an awesome job with an awesome company, um, I realized that I couldn't express myself fully, that there was this deep longing within me that I that just wasn't satisfied and fulfilled by what I've done what or by what I was doing and so I decided in my early 40s um, that it was time for me to quit my job and in Germany quitting a job where you have an unlimited contract it's kind of like wow because I basically had that job for life um, it was quite quite a courageous move for I guess in general um, and then when I started my business, I guess I was very much kind of like um, intrigued by all these like online business coaches who promise you like the five figure, six figure, seven figure month, year, I don't know, quarter. And I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds so amazing. I mean, I believed in what I had to offer. So I was like I was successful in the corporate world. So why shouldn't I be successful, um, you know, doing what I really want to do? and um but it turned out very differently because even though um, i had so much knowledge about you know project management and time and task management and i worked with so many business coaches nothing worked out and um what i realized on that journey that of course triggered a lot of fears within me triggered a lot of doubts about myself, about my expertise, about my gifts and talents, um, I intuitively turned inwards. Um, I would meditate more and more. Um, I would seek refugee in nature a lot. I have a dog, so we would go on long walks and um, I would just like, you know, seek yeah peace and 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 answers inwards and they came they weren't what i expected <laughs> um and uh that basically kind of started this journey of because what i the answers i continuously would receive was trust and self-love and i was sitting there thinking i don't need self-love i don't need trust i want to have a strategy that brings my brings me more clients <laughs> you know i was like in the beginning i was really confused but it would be like over and over again my guides would tell me self-love and trust and at some point i was like i mean i can be very stubborn uh, so at some point I was like, okay, let's let's go with that one, mm. and um, and yeah, I mean that's basically how it all started. And then um, on this self-healing journey towards more self-love, which I know like to call self-acceptance, mm. um, I eventually discovered that this deep longing I had felt inside of me, in my heart region, which was with me for so many years, I understood what I really was, was A, to accept myself fully and to reconnect with the divine. Mm. 
because I didn't grow up in a religious household um, or, uh, you know, with any kind of spirituality in my life. So, and gaining trust, that was, that was, that was like, I think one of the most, the hardest thing for me because I didn't know what trust means, mm-hmm. you know? So that's basically um, what comes out of me right now, how to describe my journey. <laughs> and through that journey, I also came across that I'm a manifester in human design and they are destined to self-doubt <laughs> and um, on their way of expressing themselves. And that's why I am so passionate about especially helping these multi-passionate women you know, who have so much expertise and knowledge and experience to, instead of shrinking themselves or cutting themselves down to fit into a niche, I'm like, no, girl, queen, you have to fully accept yourself. And then what is unique about you can shine fully. And this will help you to stand out. You know, this is how you find your people, not by clarifying your message, but by clarifying yourself. Ah. I love that. I love that. And thank you so much for sharing that journey, Catherine. It's so, uh, well, first of all, it resonates a lot with me in terms of there are many aspects of what you were sharing. I was like, hey, I was like me. Of course, uh, you know, in other ways, my journey has been somewhat different from yours. But oh my gosh, like for example, the the guidance of what you really need is more self-trust and more mm-hmm. self-love and not even just self-trust. I was just like trust. I actually received that message as well when I was struggling with the business aspect of my coaching training practice and I was like, what's going on? Why isn't this working? I've been trying and doing everything right, doing everything that my coaches and mentors are telling me to do, and Mm -hmm. it's still not working. What's going on? Yeah. And uh, the mind just wanted to find the next strategy or the next software or the next this or that that would, Mm -hmm. you know, helped me set up the perfect systems for my business but my inner guide guidance was always like no you need to trust more you need to love yourself more and better and it's like but that is not a problem because I love myself and how I already have such deep faith trust and that's how I was able to take this jump into uh, starting this work in the first place, for example, you know, (laughs) but uh, it was like really shocking for me to realize that no, as much as I thought I loved myself, Mm -hmm. it was so surface level. And as much as I thought I had trust in spirit and divine, oh, it was so surface level. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. And um, it's really, I think, especially for us women who are 
guided to tap into our intuition, which we have been brainwashed for thousands and thousands of years to not to, you know, and um, follow our inner guidance. But instead we had to perform like men, um, you know, tap into this masculine energy in this like doing and hustling and forward and keep on going and stuff. And I'm pretty sure you as well played that game very successfully for many years and we succeeded and but then when we then choose to mm, walk our own path i think and this is quite a challenge i think for many women is we don't really know how to do this we know how to perform we know how to deliver we know how to you know live up to certain expectations but we don't know how to be ourselves oftentimes. Yeah. And I think this is this is why when we have these highly intuitive, highly sensitive coaches, healers or witches, you know, um, who have these beautiful gifts, have these beautiful talents to share and, and guide and help others uh, is that is the uh, from my perspective one of the biggest challenges to overcome for us yes can you tell me a little bit more about because as I said like my experience for example was that I thought I knew myself I thought I trusted myself but it was it turned out to be not false but just you know that I didn't realize how surface level it was and how much deeper there was to go and you know it's like I didn't know what I didn't know and so (laughs) you know can you share some guidance with us um in terms of well like if somebody is struggling, for example, in in their work um, or life mission or whatever, and they're in a similar position where they think they have it down in terms of self-love, self-trust, but they're continuing to struggle, um, how do you even figure out that the trouble is this you know rather than that you don't have some kind of right strategy or software or something like that hey thanks for tuning into this episode hope you're getting value out of it for your information this episode has been sponsored by the happiness 101 program are you a change maker coach trainer or healer Are chains of fear holding you back from making the impact and income you desire? Using a unique combination of positive psychology and the spiritual wisdom of our most effective change makers, the Happiness 101 program helps you break through your limiting beliefs and manifest the abundance and success you desire with fun and ease. Interested? Book a free Happiness 101 exploration call with me. 
your happiness expert, Samia Vano. Just use my online calendar link in the show notes. Now back to the show. Well, I mean, one indication for sure is, and you've mentioned it already, and I experienced the same, you follow all the strategy. You do exactly how your business coach tells you, maybe even the second, third or fourth business coach, and still the big bang doesn't happen. That is a very clear indication to eventually stop looking for strategies, but to turn in bars. Whether or not it's trusting yourself, um, for example, that can be a very easy example. And I, I actually practiced that for quite some time. I don't know if you have ever experienced that you sit on your couch, reading a book, watching some TV. I don't know. Um, <laughs> whatever it is you do when you sit on your couch and suddenly you realize you're thirsty but instead of just getting up and get yourself something to drink you're just like oh no i'm too lazy this is a very great indication that you do not trust yourself <laughs> because your body or your spirit or whatever because water is very essential for the having a good flow of energy indicates you i need water but instead we resist it. So this is a really great indication. Like if you feel like you're thirsty, but you're holding it back, if you feel like you have to go to the bathroom, but you're like, no, no, whatever it is, then you, you know, when you have like these clear indications that like, hey, I need this or I want that, but you hold it back, that can be a great indication. Another one when it comes to self-acceptance, loving yourself unconditionally, um, I would like to answer this with a little example from my personal experience. So I'm, as mentioned, I'm a manifester three, six. So and the three in my um, design stands for that I have to experience everything myself. So um, instead of just following someone else's guidance or rules, I always like, mm, wait a second, is that really true? And I have to, you know, do my research and explore and experience whether it's like training my dog or building a business or doing studies, like all my life, I was always like, let me try out first this, 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 and this, and then, you know, I will have my final say whether or not I will follow your guidance. So what that meant was everything always took a little bit longer for me to come to the finishing line. I've reached my finish line, but on, you know, on this, on this journey, I would always, instead of going in a straight line, I would always go like, you know, like in circles or left, right, back, forth, you know, and uh, at some point I realized that that really annoyed me about myself, you know. So uh, I was like, everything always takes so forever for me, you know, I really like, so I felt really, I really dove into this and experienced like, what are the emotions that come up when I think about this kind of behavioral pattern, which I also couldn't seem to stop, you know, um, because that's just who I am. I need to experience everything myself. So, um, and there's a, two things that you can do or, um, or I uh, um, recommend you do is to look into what emotions does that cause? So for me, it was frustration because everything took takes so long. It was disappointment in myself that I just cannot follow someone else's rules. 
I mean, on the other side, I'm quite happy about that. Uh, but then, you know, like frustration, um, desperate, de desperation, like, oh, will I ever make it? You know, like there were all these different kind of emotions within me be basically expressing I'm not good enough towards myself because of this habit I had. Mm. So the first point was to really re acknowledge all these emotions and to release them. That is so important if you wonder why you cannot manifest the life of your dreams it's because there are still emotions vibrating within you so you have to identify them acknowledge them and release them that is very important and the second part was to feel compassion and love this aspect of yours so I sit down and this is a exercise I borrowed from Abraham Hicks. Um, I love Abraham Hicks. I'm a huge fan of his work or her work or whatever you want to call this. And uh, this exercise is called the positive aspects. So I sat down and listed all the positive aspects of me always having to explore everything myself. And then I realized, wow, because of that, I have so much more knowledge. I have so much more expertise. I can help my clients on such a broad spectrum because of all this experience I've gathered throughout my life. And I suddenly switched my whole energy, you know, to, to releasing the emotions, but also seeing, opening myself up for a new perspective to like, ooh, I really like myself for that. I'm really proud of myself. That's so awesome. That's really exciting. And that is how I help my clients to fully embrace themselves and accept themselves. You know? Um, so that was a bit of a long-winded answer, but I hope I was able to... Yes, yes, I'm getting it. So basically to look at wherever in your life you might feel a sense of being less than or not where good you enough. judge yourself yes where do you judge yourself and and your emotions are the clue to that because ah uh, it's like sometimes are we're so used to thinking in a certain way uh, about ourselves or about some issue or about something that we don't even realize yeah. you know the impact that that thinking is having on us in terms of uh, you know I <laughs> I've been sharing this example a lot recently myself because this was just earlier this year i started working with a health and wellness coach uh, who was mentoring me and the reason that i started working with her was because i was actually just interviewing her for the for this podcast as a matter of fact and in the process of interviewing her i realized that i had not even been realizing that I had been having judgmental thoughts about my relationship with food and how I eat and when I eat and what I eat and when I realized that it just like for me I immediately knew that was a problem 
my having judgmental thoughts about my relationship with food is a problem and I need to heal that and so for me it was a no-brainer because I realized that judgmental thinking is one of the um, it's what cuts you off from the divine right away yes yes because because what judgment does is it 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 basically I mean you basically judge the creator god universe source whatever you want to call it for its creation Mm. you know so and um and i think that's why judgment is such a great guidance if you desire Mm. to heal if you desire to reconnect if you desire inner peace Yes. Whenever you judge, and judgment can be can show up as jealousy or envy or greed, you know, uh, whatever. Whenever you judge, take yes. a look. What is it? Yes. What is it that you're judging? Why is it that you? What do you believe about this thing? You know, what emotions come up? This is your guidance. Yes. And. And let me say, I'm sorry to uh, interrupt, but always, always be grateful. Whether it's a person or a situation that triggers you, like, thank you so much for your guidance. Because you show me potential for growth. You show me how I can reconnect with the divine, find my inner peace. Without you, it would take me even so much longer. Mm. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And and see, this brings us back to the trust issue. <laughs> because we were talking earlier about getting that message if you don't trust enough. And, yeah. and it's like what you just said right now, for me, uh, you know, this is sort of like... This is, you know, bringing all of that into perspective because when we're being judgmental and we're thinking, okay, this is bad, that's wrong. Or even for that matter, I think one of the tricky parts about judgmental thinking is that, um, I mean, sometimes the judgments we are making are, oh, this is good. That's, uh, you know, it's not always that we're judging something to be bad judgmental <laughs> thinking goes both ways you know some mm-hmm. things we judge to be good some things we judge to be bad point, um, yeah. uh, but it's just if you focus on the the negative judgments for for a moment that can really sort of be that indication of yes you you're lacking trust not just this in yourself but in in the divine as you said um because you're you're questioning not only questioning but you are thinking you are actually uh in that negative judgment about whatever it is that you're negatively judging that's saying no this is not a wise thing this is not a good thing uh and the and if you believe that, you know, the divine brought all of this into being, whether we think it's good or bad, then you're really judging the divine. 
you know, yeah. having that absolutely advice and bad. So, oh, you know, when I that that was really a mind-boggling a life-changing realization for yeah. me. Yeah. And I also because you've mentioned we judge we can judge bad or good, you know, in a positive way or in a negative way. But also when we when you think about it, jud- judging something in a positive manner mm. is still judging yeah. in terms of you basically have kind of like a which is very human, kind of like a scale of like, oh, this is better and this is worse, you know, light is better than dark. But yeah. in the end, everything just is. And when it, for example, comes to success or money, and that is something, you know, entrepreneurs, of course, seek or um, many people seek success and money and fortune. When you judge money as something good, as something you desire, but you put it on a pedestal, you know, um, that also kind of um, implies that you seem yourself to be lower. Uh so you know whether it's a good judgment or a bad judgment judgment is judgment just accept as it is appreciate what is because you are you know the creator of your reality yeah and that's why it's so important to like that's why I believe the key is really in self-acceptance and full self-acceptance because if you allow yourself to accept yourself fully you can give this gift to everyone else Mm. and everything else yes so you know i can just hear um uh people who might be listening to us are like you know imaginary people (laughs) or my own self even uh listening to you right now and being like, but what are you talking about, Catherine and Samia? <laughs> there is good and there is bad. Like Hitler was bad. He did a really bad thing. And if I think so, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm right in that judgment and in that thinking. And how can I not think that Hitler is bad? For You know, like, how? what, what do you want me to do? How how should I think about Hitler? Yeah, as a German, I get this question a lot. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I'm not. Uh, I guess that's going to be a bit uh, phil- philosoph- a philosophical discussion, and I I get that point, and I do not want to um, justify anything of of these kinds of action, whether, whether it's Hitler, Stalin or Mao Zedong, you know, or anybody who chooses to torture or kill um, anyone. Um, but from like a spiritual perspective, it's all about having an experience mm-hmm. and choosing whether or not that experience serves you. Mm-hmm. It's all about experience and whether or not this experience makes you feel good or not how does it make you feel you know and um and i think this is what it's that's what it comes down to yeah mm-hmm. and and when you talk about I, and by the way i'm in agreement with you about you know 
being guided by our feelings in terms of well, does this make me feel good or not now when we talk about this good feeling um do you distinguish between different kinds of good feelings in terms of being guided by them to go uh, in a certain direction or not um or is like good feeling just a good feeling and just follow the good feeling hmm. i think this is a very powerful and important question because especially as long as the ego which i think is a very important to understand the purpose of the ego and what it does if you don't know how to handle and tame it but as long as our thinking is intertwined intensely with the ego um then you know um our emotions can even be a bit hijacked so to say i um in general i would say a good feeling is something that opens your heart that allows you to relax and to experience peace even if it's just for a few moments um but then there are emotions like for example let's get back to this like money because this is such an easy example mm -hmm. you know because especially in the money manifestation world they teach you imagine making the 10k the 50k whatever and how would you feel mm -hmm. um but the thing is i believe is that especially when the desires we think we have are very much connected to material goods Mm. they are very much driven from the ego mind right. because the ego is very much in the material in the 3d mm. and if this desire triggers a lot of negative emotions then yes this is an opportunity for growth um, but i'm not always sure that this is what you really deeply desire mm. because also and this is uh, you know everything we desire is because of how we believe it makes us feel and what we want to feel is we want to feel love we want to feel peace we want to feel joy because this is who we are we want to come home so to say you know and this is why we enjoy love or enjoy joy or empowerment so much because it reminds of, of who we really are yeah uh, and when you look at people who you know have a lot of money and make more money and make more money what happens at the same time is they suddenly get scared that someone else might take it away mm -hmm. and they build a fortress you know and they have all these like things in place to make sure the money doesn't go away so i don't know if this is the kind of like um and I'm not saying that money is bad or anything, but um, I would say first focus on your well-being, which mm. makes you feel expansive, which makes you feel safe, which makes you feel at home, at peace, at ease. And for me, it opens up my heart field. Mm. Yes. Uh, and then everything else follows anyways. Yeah. 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 It's, it's just really amazing how, you know, when we look at things from a spiritual perspective, it just, um, it's just a very different 
perspective to to hold and have and it, it you know and i i think that's the thing to understand is that like for people who are not perhaps in tune with the spiritual perspective um it can uh, maybe because they haven't really had that opportunity to really understand and feel it and live into it uh deeply it can feel like a crazy crazy thing um i i mean if you think about the great spiritual healer uh, healers um or or guides or prophets that we have um you know they didn't act like normal people <laughs> they didn't act like normal people and yet we admire them we uh you know we recognize the amazing successes that they have achieved in terms of creating huge positive impact on people and in the world and um we aspire to 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 be like them uh, uh, you know to whatever extent we have that aspiration um and i think the disconnect happens where um we we would love to see the results that they're able to produce but we're not willing to think as they thought we're not always willing to act as they acted um in terms of you know acting from this place of unconditional love and self acceptance and so on and so forth um it's like and and so it, it you know you so you have to just i guess make a choice at some mm-hmm. point it's like if you want to if you want to manifest the kind of results for example that jesus did or the buddha did or whoever your hero happens to be then you also have to be willing to think like them and act like them like when they i mean like if i'm thinking about jesus right now and the amazing levels of forgiveness that he practiced you know uh and most of us like theoretically were on board the idea but when it comes to us are we actually willing to do that and a lot of times you know that's where i was finding myself falling short that i'd be like no this person hurt me mm-hmm. and i'm right and they're wrong and mm-hmm. and then you know not being willing to let that thinking go uh even yeah. though theoretically i i you know love and admire and aspire to be more jesus like well i think this is this is exactly what i've mentioned earlier is like if you don't really understand what the ego is for and what it does and how it behaves yeah. then um it becomes quite challenging i would say for sure Mm. and i think the very first 
and not to underestimate step you have to take each one of us if this is something you desire is a decision yeah it's decide mm -hmm. and um I mean, I remember for many, many, many years, long before I chose to, to start my own business, I oftentimes had this deep feeling of like, oh, I, I would love to be a nun or a monk or something and just like leave, live in peace and quiet. And so for me, it was really like every day I would make this decision and still do take this decision that inner peace is what I desire the most, mm. you know, like not doubting myself, not doubting the situation, not doubting my safety, not doubting whatever it is, but to deeply trust and know that this is the path I'm meant to walk in this reincarnation. Mm. And um, because the society, whether it's Western society or Eastern society, doesn't matter, I think, is we have been taught that this is not how you succeed, that this is not how you will get there. You know, um, it's very contradictive to what we have been taught from very early on. And this what it is what makes it so hard to go this way. But if, you know, the teachings of let's stick with Jesus wouldn't have been censored the way they have been, and we would have been, you know, taught the truth what he was teaching then maybe society would look differently and would be completely like like how could you possibly judge you know like how could you not want to rest how could you not want to meditate how like of course this is what you want to do you know but um that would also ultimately lead us to the true power within us to the creative force all of us have yeah. and that's of course something not everybody wants you to know so yes i i because you know it, it's it makes me think about the example you were giving earlier about how sometimes we just put things or people or ideas on a pedestal and then by default that makes us feel less than and so we look at someone like jesus and i know this was my my orientation as well growing up where um you know i looked at a at the figure uh what i knew of someone like jesus and i put him on a pedestal yeah and yeah again there's this positive judgment right right and it was like ah oh, jesus was awesome jesus was amazing jesus did all these amazing things and at one level there was a part of me that aspires to be like him but another part of me feels less than and not worthy and not enough not good enough and and that judgment actually makes me think oh no i I cannot actually do what Jesus did. Like I cannot heal a leper or cure the blind or, you know, walk on water or any of that. Because I'm not Jesus. I'm not as good as Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, so so I, I keep um, putting myself down and um, and 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 so then I'm not 
I mean, and, and as long as I'm doing and, that, how can I even realize my power? And also you kind of like take away the opportunity for really wholeheartedly try even, yes. you know, because it's so unbelievable that you could be yes. as Jesus was, even yes. though he kept saying that I'm not different from you. What I can do, you yes. can do. And, and, you know, and this is exactly yes. why if I might cut a corner here, so to say, um, this is why I love frequency healing so much. Mm. You know, I'm a trained hypnotist. I'm trained in RTT hypnos hypnotherapy. I am a Reiki healer. I uh, know a lot about how the mindset works. You know, I help my, like, I love EFT. There are so many amazing techniques out there to help you release and heal. But as long as you, and again, don't know what the ego is supposed to do, how the ego works, you know, there will always be this little bit or maybe even more of self-doubt, yeah, of questioning yourself. And this is where the frequency healing, which I do and which I also teach in my upcoming spiritual um, healing trance training is so powerful because the, um, the frequency, when you connect so what I do basically is I connect with the frequency of unconditional love of the divine, you know, with the uh, frequency of abundance, of fulfillment. And when you are connected with this frequency and you choose to reconnect with this frequency over and over again, then this is what basically silence the, silences the ego in the long term because the ego will always try to keep you convinced that you are alone, that you are separated. Yes. But being connected through these frequencies with the divine will give signal to all of your cells, I am not. The Father, the Creator, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, is within me. I am part of this. The kingdom, the paradise, Eden, whatever you call it, is within me. Yeah. And this is why frequency healing, for example, is so powerful. Yes. Oh. Yes. Gathering, uh, I could keep talking with you forever. <laughs> I was just thinking, wow, we nearly already talked for an hour. Oh my gosh. Well, it's not been quite an hour, but we should probably start wrapping up for today. Yes. Do you have any last thoughts um, that you would like to share for now? Well, what comes up for me is if you have been listening to this podcast, first of all, I appreciate you. And second of all, if you also have this longing for inner peace mm -hmm. and and just trusting trusting yourself fully that this is available to you, keep on your path, keep choosing you. And if uh, you desire support and guidance, please reach out to me. Yes. Oh, I love that idea. Keep choosing you. Yeah. Keep choosing. Keep allowing. Keep yeah. choosing you. Keep allowing yes. this transformation to happen. Oh my gosh. You know, I think we could do like a whole other episode on this idea of allowing. Oh, yes. Oh, Catherine, you'll probably need to come back. 
and share <laughs> more of your amazing, amazing wisdom with us. And um, I will look forward to that. And in the me meantime, too, I would love that. <laughs> Allowing is so powerful. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh! So until we connect next time, I just want to yeah. remind all of you, our listeners, to make sure you check the show notes. Because we'll be dropping Catherine's links in there. So you can reach out to her, connect with her. I'll also drop my links in there. And gather that, I just wish you lots and lots of peace and joy. Thank you. Likewise, have a lovely, uh, I guess, day. (laughs) And um, talk to you soon. And thank you so much for uh, this lovely talk.